If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. What up, friends? June 18th, 2013. I'm we're Ryan. back. Yeah, we're back. That's yeah. Destin Legary. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, and this guy in salmon over here, not the fish, <laughs> the color, Mitch Dyer. I just wear fish daily. <laughs> yeah, different do. Different kinds of fish. No wonder you smell. Oh, wait, that's you have your oh, shoes man. off. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the rules don't apply to shoes Mitch Dyer. Shoes are the dumbest. Uh, so, yeah, we're back after E3. I uh, was in a coma for much of the weekend. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I took one three-hour nap on Saturday, and then mm. our, the bosses were nice enough to give us Monday off, too, and yeah. I slept. An, I took another two-hour nap on Monday afternoon. I went I'm to feeling Di- good now, though. Yeah, me too. I went to Disneyland. That's uh, awesome. That's I had so never great. gone to Disneyland so in my life. It was amazing. Wasn't it? I was it? grinning like an idiot yeah. the whole time. Well, you should. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was, That's awesome. It was very what was, fun. What was your favorite ride? Oh, uh, Space Mountain was really cool. Yeah. And, like, it's it's an old ride, and I thought it'd be, like, a boring, like, space adventure no, thing. No, it's totally It's fun. a crazy roller coaster in the dark. And I, I <laughs> d- normally don't like roller coasters, but they're all, like, at the scare level that I can handle them. Yeah, so, you and me yeah, both. Hit the so, uh, Splash Mountain? Yes. I did Splash Mountain, yeah. yeah. So, like, I was, I was like, I'm sitting in the front seat, <laughs> and then we get to the last big drop, and I'm like, what? that's really fucked <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I got a great picture of me uh, on Splash Mountain. Oh, I yeah. got to see that after the show, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Mitch, how was your recharge weekend? I was such an idiot over the weekend. It was awesome. <laughs> All I did was, like, like when I walked through the door, uh, my friend and coworker James came over on, like, Sunday and was like, I can tell that when you arrived for me three, you just inhabited this space because my bags were on the floor, my <laughs> pants were on the floor, everything from all of my pockets was just on the table, and I just lived in my living room watching TV, playing nice. games, and eating ice cream all weekend. Nice. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, I, we, well, we all went to see, we went to like a post E3 dinner on Monday night. And then all went and saw Man of Steel, except you and I decided to... You and to... I, being the wisest of the group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trailed. Well, yeah, we already, we, you know, we, a bunch of us, uh, including us, went and saw Man of Steel on Thursday night yep. in L.A., which 
was in hindsight a terrible, terrible idea. Horrible. I that knew was it was so terrible. Stupid. <laughs> I did that. Idea. What the hell were we thinking? I did that for the second Batman, and I knew what you guys were it's, in for. And I'm like, nope. And everyone's we, like, oh, you got to go with the team. I'm like, you guys. Uh, and we were like, we had to drive seven or eight hours to get home on <laughs> well on in, the because next of traffic. Day. Yeah, yeah. But, <sighs> so, and it wasn't because of the movie, which I know Mitch was reasonably down on. I was very mediocre on. I'm down on it more the farther um, I get from it. But yeah, it was terrible. By the time we got out of, so we all went. This was Greg Miller, IGN's resident Superman superfan. Yep. He said, "Okay, we're all going to midnight, uh, Man of Steel Thursday night, close out E3." I'm like, "That sounds amazing." It does. And then I learn on Wednesday night that Greg has already gotten into another screening on Wednesday night. So it's like he's already seen it. Which sort of takes the wind out of it for me. <laughs> like, I was wanting to go We're in this to... together, man. Yeah. You betrayed us. So I, I actually looked um, on Thursday morning. I was like, this is increasingly sounding like a bad idea. But I checked my ticket, and it was a non-refundable ticket. So I'm like, uh, all right, well, I don't want to eat the – it was like a $16 it was seat. Expensive. It was we Arclight. Were at, yeah, we were at the Arclight. It's a nice theater in Hollywood. Reserved seating. Assigned seating, really nice seats. How'd that work? Did it work well? It was awesome. That was fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just in this. And so, uh, you know, we wrap up E3. Mitch passes out before we're even supposed to leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to sick Maggie on you to wake you up. It's like 11. You go downstairs, <laughs> I'm going to take the dog out to pee. I was like, I'll be right here. And Mitch is done. <laughs> I was but, out. Yeah, got you, got you conscious again. And, yeah, we went over. And, um, yeah, this is the movie. It's like a two-hour, 20-minute movie. It gets out at about 2.30. And the thing is... Apparent Hollywood really is a movie town, no joke. Because it was, there were like four or five sc- midnight screenings at that same theater. It was packed, so the parking garage we were in <laughs> was full, and we were on like the fifth floor. Yep. It took us what twenty, thirty minutes just to get out of the parking it was a garage. Long time. So it was by the t- it was four a.m. by the time we got to bed. I Why? think. Why? Uh, and we had to get up and drive back to San Francisco <laughs> the next morning. So it's yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah. In hindsight, I will never do that again. On the, on... <laughs> Ugh, double, double-sided, <laughs> double sharp-edged sword cutting so to, me. But back. yeah, to bring the story back around. So yeah, during their during our uh, IG and E3 rap party on Monday night, when everybody else was going to see Man of Steel, some for the second time. Yep. You and I, Mitch, decided. You know what? We've heard some really good things about this this movie called This Is the End with Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and James Franco all like playing crazy versions of themselves yep. during the apocalypse. So we just ducked in and saw that instead. Yeah, we did. Correct move. Correct. We made the correct decision. <laughs> the movie that was time. incredible. It was really funny. Highly recommend it. I'm a big superhero fan. I'm glad I saw Man of Steel, but yeah. if I had another free ticket, I would do exactly what you guys did <laughs> yeah. and go see the Google ad movie instead. Oh no. I would rather see that than Man of Steel again. The Google movie? Yeah, yeah the, the internship. internship. It could be funny. No, it couldn't. It's got two funny actors No, it in absolutely it. does not. You're <laughs> deluding yourself. <laughs> anyway. Probably has um, a better story. Anyway. Uh, but <laughs> so, I wish Vince Vaughn was dead. Other, other than – it's funny, Mitch, you know and I were talking about like how on, on the way to E3, on the drive down, we're like all full of energy. Maggie's in the back seat. Yep. We're like we're chatting the whole time, having a good time. And on the so way Maggie? back – or with each other. Partially. Oh. She was involved. We talked um, to the dog the whole way. Yeah, Never and, communicated to each other. And then on the way Maggie, back, tell Ryan. Tell Mitch that he better be nice to me this week, or else I'm not giving him a ride home. 
But then, yeah, on the way back, we could neither one of us could. Uh, like, I was, I actually had to pull over at one point, yeah, because I was that dangerous. We were living close like a, falling asleep. It was like a really dumb moment in our lives where it's like we need to pull over into this Wendy's parking lot <laughs> in the was. shade and just rest for it twenty just, minutes. It was, it was, so like, Ryan doesn't kill us. Yeah, so I don't, so we don't come back home dead. <laughs> but we made it home safely. It was a good trip. It was a good hashtag Mag E3. Yes, Mag E3. Good I get trip. it. Better E3. It was a success. E3 was E3 was something phenomenal. else. And we'll talk all about that here in a second. But before we get to the news, which is of course all about our E3 discussion, you guys have been waiting for it. Um, just a friendly reminder: IGN is hiring. So oh, if snap. you if you want to put your money where your mouth is, you need to come to our jobs website, which. I don't know what the URL is. Just Google just IGN, IGN jobs, jobs and you'll find yeah. it. It's like careers.ign.com. That sounds IGN good. IGN.theresumator yeah. slash yeah. whatever. Yeah. Pretty sure it's careers.ign.com. That sounds good. Check all so, of those. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, come come join us. And maybe you could you could be the fourth member of our of our podcast. Right now there's just a plastic bowl. <laughs> there is. That is, is kind of weird. I don't Where even know what it's from. I don't know. I'm not sure what it's, it's for. It's for popcorn later. Oh, good. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes, let's talk some E3 right after this. IGN's Xbox 360 Podcast, the Podcast Unlocked, presents the News Unlocked! All right, so E3, yes. it was a big one. It was the big one. You will not see another E3 like this for at least eight years uh-huh. next year though it'll be all games next year will be a great year yeah, yeah it'll be like it, it was this year yeah it won't quite be the magnitude of of this mm-hmm. year but yeah it'll be all about the real games the real mm-hmm. first generation games that were actually developed with a with a quality understanding of the hardware as opposed to you know developers now with these launch titles are they're just they're doing their best to hit a moving target that's just yeah. how how game development works on a, on a new platform. Well, this year there were a lot of games, but there are a lot of games, and they're like, yeah, you can watch us play them for you. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, that I didn't early. like. It's because yeah. they're early. Yeah, yeah. So, in two to three months, those games will be in way better shape. Yeah. They'll be playable at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. All that Let's stuff. start yes. with the Microsoft press conference, which was uh, in mm-hmm. the morning. Yeah. I want to – so, again, if you uh, happen to be following me on Twitter, um, you may have found out later if you paid close enough attention to my feed – that I stopped tweeting in the middle of the conference. Found out the hard way. There's a daily, or there, well, not a daily. There is a uh, a burst Twitter limit mm-hmm. that if you go over it in a certain amount of time, you essentially get like banned for an hour. You and David Jaffe know it too well. Well, and it happened to Colin Moriarty too. <laughs> yeah. During, I even warned him. I warned him, don't tweet too much. And he was like, okay, good to know. And then he, same thing. He ran out of gas before. The Sony press conference well, was over. But, yes, <laughs> I ran out of tweets for a while uh, during the press conference, but took in the whole thing. And it was re- – they, they were not kidding. It was all about games. Yeah. They came minutes. out strong. Yeah. Uh, Destin, what, what was uh, – kind of take us through some of the highlights. Uh, just for the conference? Yeah, just on the, the press briefing itself. Uh, well, uh, I think the thing that stood out to me was that Halo reveal. Yes. The, the trailer where Master Chief's – tunic is blowing up or yes. whatever the hell he's wearing Gotta keep him safe from that sand <laughs> that armor has got to stay in pristine condition yeah and uh like nobody saw that coming uh that was that was great well, let's uh, talk about that for killer a instinct yeah, was a surprise let's let's pause yeah. at halo and I, mitch or were you sh- i was shocked were you so shocked? when that trailer started greg damon and i were sitting on the live stage waiting for waiting for the cameras to come back to us yeah. what, conference is finishing we're like ha 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 journey 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 and then the figure like starts walking and i'm like that's master chief 
I told Damon and Greg, that's Master Chief. Completely kidding. Not being even remotely <laughs> serious. I was like, this is Halo 5. And it was Halo 5! <laughs> what? Except it wasn't. Except it is. It is. Yeah. So it's <laughs> called, they're just, it just, they put up the Halo logo mm-hmm. and said 2014. Now, this means two things that this surprised me because Halo 5 in 2014 means a two year development cycle mm-hmm. between yes. 4 and 5, which the mainline Halos have never had before. It's always been three years. Yep. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but particularly with a generational shift in hardware, mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned about Halo turning around uh, in that sh- in that amount of time. I well, would imagine this game was in pre-production for a long time. Yeah, pre-production, but I still, you know, you get the tech, you got, I mean, there's a lot of level design and game design work. There's still a lot that goes into it. December 31st, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other thing, because, uh, so, yeah, I thought for sure we were looking at... Uh, you know, nothing Halo this year, which is correct. There's yep. nothing Halo this year. I remember in all the all the meetings, you're like, no, Halo yeah. will not be there. I said that. Not I, a and chance. I, I got totally you know. clowned on that yeah. one. And I thought Halo 2 anniversary. I thought for sure that would happen mm-hmm. in 2014 for the 10th anniversary of mm-hmm. Halo 2. And that would appear to be off the table. Because you got to think they're not going to put out two. They're not going to double up on Master Halo. Chief no. first person Halos. Like it'd be one thing to do two Halos in a year, like a Halo Wars two, sure. and a, you know two different genres. But but yeah, a Halo two anniversary with a Halo five, I don't see that happening in the same time frame. So this seems like it knocks out the possibility of Halo two anniversary. Yep, which mm-hmm. is kind of disappointing. I agree. I'm fine with the new Halo though, instead of yeah. dwelling on the past. So sixty frames a second for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cloud, well, whatever, however they'll use for the Halo? cloud, cloud stuff. AIs, yeah. and uh, and yeah, the just, just yeah, the, the the topic, the what happens in that trailer makes you wonder what in the world is going to go on mm-hmm. with Halo Five. Yeah, uh, why which, is he fighting giant enemies? Super Prometheus. Yeah, which yes. by the way, as Mitch, you said. It is Halo 5. They just don't want to officially announce yeah. it as 5 yet. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, Halo. In two months, we're going to hear the title, and that'll be the news story. Yeah. yeah. They'll get more press. But um, what was I going to say about this? Uh, it's going to be all about him getting Cortana back. Yeah, that's where I was you going. Know. Thank you, Destiny. Yeah, yeah so you, yeah, you think – you think, see, that's – and that's they what I thought. They show him holding the empty AI right, thing. Right, the chip, the AI yeah. that he sticks in his neck. Oh, is that yeah. what that was? Yeah. Okay. I just saw the dog tag and was like, I don't. It wasn't it. a dog tag. It's the chip okay. that he puts in the back of his head with Cortana in yep. it normally. And uh, I think this episode is going to be about either dealing with that or trying to save her some other I, way. God, I hope she's know. dead. See, I nah. I agree with you, Destin, and and I know Mitch, you and I disagreed about this at the end of four. You're like, she's dead. She's gone. I, I said, no so. way. Halo Five is going to be the search, like the search for Spock. Mm-hmm. Yep, is going to be the search. Oh, for I Cortana. agree. It'll be that. I just hope yeah. the punchline is. Sorry, dude. She's <laughs> sorry, she's dude. yeah. She's dead. And spoilers, Halo, by the way. Nah, <laughs> Halo Six will, will. So Halo Five will be him dealing with that, and maybe a hint that it's possible to save her in Halo Six. They'll bring everything full circle. You know, I think they even full talk- circle like. A halo, halo ring? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Just, oh! Before Ryan said anything, I was like, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> I just know how your brain works now. Too late, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you guys pre-order your Xbox One? I did. Pre-order my PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> got to get Infamous. Got to get Watch Dogs. I'm into it. Pre-order yeah. both. 
Yeah. If I could afford both, I would have an Xbox One. I, but see, you got. I mean, yeah. You know, I've been I've been financially planning for this. Yeah. This, I you know yeah. for this for years because I knew this was <laughs> it was all coming to this point. Tonight after work, I'm putting my pre-orders in. I like to yeah. do the midnight launches still because then you have it. Yeah. I don't know how good Amazon is yet. Yeah. I think you get it the day after or something. Something like that. I think yeah. I'm probably going to throw a pre-order down on Amazon, um, and then cancel yes, one like or the Am- other if Amazon, I need to. Mm-hmm. Amazon doesn't bill you yeah. until, once, until it ships. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll probably throw it down, and then whichever one is like, you're guaranteed this day one, I'll say, okay, yeah. and cancel the other. <laughs> uh, yeah, I pre-ordered the day one edition mm. of the, yeah. of the Xbox One. What do you one. get with that? And you get an achievement, and you get uh, the con- a, a custom controller, which by custom I mean it's 100% identical, same color and all, except in the middle of it, it just says day one edition. I'm going to take that sticker off. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can't get that anymore. Uh, maybe one. I don't know. I'm yeah, not gonna, sure what the I think the are. Xbox. So I booted up my Xbox just now at work, yeah. and there's a place to pre-order it. And I yeah. think it's a day one edition. Probably Xbox. okay. Yeah. Probably Microsoft so. Store still has them in stock. Exactly. But Amazon um, does not. Exactly. But yeah. So then, uh, what else? For, so we, then, we, how about Sunset Overdrive, guys? So this is now. Some of you may go, oh, Insomniac Fuse was bleh, but. This oh. is this is the uh, that's so, the one where he's rollerblading around. And yeah, stuff. very cell sh- almost like uh, yeah, j- Jet Set meets I don't know something I shootery. I don't know what that was. It like, was weird. very yeah. odd. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is Insomniac doing mm-hmm. a three uh, doing an Xbox exclusive, mm-hmm. whereas they have traditionally been a a Sony studio. Yeah. I mean, even though they're in, they're independent. Yeah, I'm sure but, they're going to um, announce a Ratchet and Clank game very soon. Yeah, probably. Wait. So that, no, they're like done with Ratchet and Clank. I bet you a thousand dollars they're not done with Ratchet <laughs> it, and Clank. Ooh, ooh, here it's we go. It's not them. It's not them anymore. They just like somebody else at Sony does it. I think you're insane. Don't they have a North Carolina studio? Yep. Yeah, and North that's Carolina who does. is where Ratchet mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. and LA is where I think uh, yeah. Resistance, Sunset Overdrive, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. yeah, right. It's not their main studio. Is my point. If they are doing another Ratchet and Clank. Oh, Insomniac will do it. I just don't know which studio. I don't care what studio it is, but mm-hmm. Insom- a new Ratchet game will come out under the Insomniac banner. The last one was like a downloadable easy. title, so I think they're like moving well, on the from Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. No way. Uh, we got the press conference gave us a few Xbox 360 games. They, they mm-hmm. wisely started with those, and then we're like, okay, everything else for the next hour and 15 minutes yep. now, here's the is thing Xbox really One. About. It was World of Tanks coming to 360, nah. which is fine. It's just you know it's I think at a coming to three sixty yeah it's hard to yeah. get excited when five seconds later you're seeing all these next gen games. yeah yeah especially because it's like go buy this game in a store and then buy extra tanks like no that's not how right. free to play works because this is a free to play game on PC mm-hmm. yeah um and then yes and then uh, I thought Quantum Break was impressive again they showed another slice yep and then the behind closed doors demo you and I saw yep was which was cool much better yes um, why why did they do that. They show you all the good stuff behind closed doors, and I mean, then it, they show us a confusing like, thing on stage that doesn't well, make any sense. Well, you just sense. have more time behind yeah. closed doors. Uh, okay. You know, you've got you've got like two to five minutes on yeah. the press conference. Yeah, I mean, the stuff we saw was uh, what you saw on stage with Quantum Break was an abridged version. You mm-hmm. saw an accelerated version of that conversation. Okay, and in the version we saw, it was like five minutes of talking and lots of mm-hmm. lots of watching. Okay, lots and lots. We of saw watching. some some indie stuff in yep. there. A little bit of Minecraft. Yeah. Shocking twist. Free money for Microsoft and Mojang. It, it, it's wise, though, of Microsoft to, to write 
uh, notch another check to oh, get yeah. an Xbox <laughs> One version of that game on launch day. Is I, it still Notch? Does Notch own Mojang? Oh, he owns it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. Of yeah, course. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, it, what, 4J? Is that the studio uh, that does the port? Well, they did the port, yeah. And Mojang sh- is his... He gets a cut. Yeah. That's I just think, sure. I just think that 4J yeah. is going to be the, the guys doing the Xbox One version. Probably. Continually updating his, it. And Notch is doing his uh, sci-fi scrolls. thing. Scrolls. I wonder what he nope. does with He's all not his money. That, actually. He's not on that? Nope. Okay. He's doing the sci-fi MMO. All right. Well, there you go. With a dumb name. But, yeah, so you'll be able to keep playing Minecraft on Xbox One with uh, bigger worlds <laughs> yep. and a couple other little Which some bells people, and whistles. That was an issue on 360 for yeah, some y- people. you can make them way – make your, your creations much larger this mm-hmm. go-around. And, uh, hey, no Call of Duty in, in a Microsoft E3 press conference for the first time in probably five years. Yeah. Which yeah. was nice. I was really excited to see them hold up on the uh, controller, but uh, I guess we didn't get that this well, year. Well, you could have so, seen that if you were behind closed doors. No. In, uh, instead, <laughs> it's always a cutscene where they hold up on the left joystick. Yep. Instead yeah. of getting a Call of Duty demo on stage, mm-hmm. we got the Call of Duty killer. And this is, uh, I genuinely feel this way. Oh, this yeah. is not mm-hmm. a joke. Call of Duty is dead to me the second i saw titanfall titanfall mitch tell us about titanfall so titanfall is like the game that if you went into my brain and extracted everything i love you would put that into one video game and that would be titanfall start with who is responsible because there is obvious there is a call of duty yeah so this is respawn entertainment run by vince sampella formerly of infinity ward creators of call of duty 4 big they reinvented the shooter this generation and and his team of all former infinity ward people uh, most most Mostly. Just Mostly. go with it. Semantics. Anyway, big team of IW vets making a new shooter. Uh, very Call of Duty-esque, but it's in the future. There are robots, and the robots are awesome. Uh, very similar idea in terms of objectives. There's a hard point match. I mean, it's straight up that is a Call of Duty mode. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that this is a big, big multiplayer-only experience. Jetpacks and wall jet running. parkour. Double jumping. Slamming robots into the ground from space. Sweet-ass weapons. Oh, my God. There are so many awesome weapons. The you smart can, pistol. You can ride on the shoulders of your buddy's mech. Yep. yep. Yes. Yep. Or you can ride on the back of an enemy's and pop its brain open and destroy and just- it. Kill it. Yes. God, this game looks so good. There's just so much going on in Titanfall, right? Like, it's 60 frames a second. Yep, so far they've only announced 7 on 7 multiplayer. That's what they showed, which that seemed plenty, but yes. Lord knows we'll probably see more. So we it blew us that was the closer of course as as you all were watching of the Microsoft conference. But then Mitch on the last day of E3, you and I made a point. We had some extra time. Yes. We went over and saw that right away. Immediately and, after seeing Call of Duty Ghosts. Yes, <laughs> which which was an accident, but it proved to be poignant the beginning of the the beginning of our day was called duty ghosts where we went into a theater and watched the death of creativity happen in front of us we watched so there's a dog you take that back dog stealth every (laughs) chance it seems like every chance infinity ward gets they are uh filleting themselves over how great their tech look at our rock tessellation your rocks look like shit and it's (laughs) just it's not i mean it's nice but it's nothing that we haven't seen totally before. So we're talking about their rock tessellation. Yeah, no, no, no. They they zoomed in on this little (laughs) creek and it's like, we have rock tessellation. We have great tessellation. And it's like, this is what a rock looks like in college. Turn it off. Turn it on. Turn it off. Turn it off. It's a texture. It's a flat piece of ground where there are rocks in the texture. But turn on our tessellation, the rocks come out of the ground. It's like, come on, really? (laughs) I get that you're proud of your engine, but your engine is not that impressive. (laughs) 
And then, Mitch, then we went over to see Titanfall immediately thereafter. And they're using the Source engine. This is an engine that, like, was built around the idea of Half-Life 2 in 2004. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact that these guys are juicing this much out of this engine is insane. Granted, they have the power of the cloud, but still. This is a nice looking Well, hold game. up. How does their rock engine compare to, <laughs> to the Call of Duty rock engine? Rock engines. IGN versus coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was it, – it's – when you look at Titanfall, which, Mitch, uh, you have a video that's going up uh, Thursday. Yep. That we're going to want to 32 look. ways to kill in Titanfall. And so the, our, to give you a little context, the, the behind-closed-doors demo we saw of Titanfall – was it was a live demo? They were playing the game um, in a seven-on-seven seven match, and there were Mitch and I were in the front row, and there were two screens side yep. by side, two fifty-inch plasmas, each with a different perspective. And so it was like I, my eyes yeah. are going back and forth. And there's already too much visual like, stimulus going. They're on like this game melting out of my head. Yeah. Because I couldn't process all of the coolness going on. In a given moment, there's so much going on in Titanfall that it is overwhelming. And then to see it on, like, two screens at once is like... I was like, ah! <laughs> that, I mean... That was one of the most impressive demos I've seen at E3. It in, was. In my limited time at E3, five, five years. That, but what, what stands out to me is it wasn't just like, here's a guided demo of our canned, scripted, blah, blah. Nope. It's like, no, here's a multiplayer match. Shit's gonna go wrong. Yeah, and... Uh, this is going to be a game that you, you'll you probably want to test out the Xbox One's game DVR functionality with. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I recorded this amazing thing yep. that I'm happened. Wall run on this thing, jetpacked onto a robot, but the robot exploded before I could finish it and flew in the air. Yeah. So much stuff going on. Spaceship um, crashing into a planet. So Xbox, so Xbox One exclusive. There is also a 360 version happening that they obviously did not show. Okay, they are not it's, talking about that game yet. And it, it is being handled by someone other than Respawn because Respawn's a small team. There will be a PC version as well if you've got a nice rig you want to play on the PC side. But to me, Mitch, Titanfall is, as of today, the best the best reason to buy the most compelling yep. it's the closest thing to a killer app they have yeah i mean when we walked out of that demo i was like i am pre-ordering an xbox one obviously yep. have not pulled the trigger yet but that's, i can that think of another thing. i can think of another killer app oh my god <laughs> i gotta go killer instinct no i'm just kidding so that game uh the visual style is a pretty major departure from anything we've seen in the killer instinct series before yep but uh i want to get your guys react you don't care do you no, See, I, I played just, it i thought it was fine yeah i i just I have not – I don't like fighting games anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not my thing. So it's not that I like it or don't like mm-hmm. it. It's just – it's not – it doesn't move the needle for me. I, you know, it's not it, of it's, interest. It seems like the majority of the editorial staff here at IGN is just kind of like – it looks stupid. But the fighting game community is eating it up. It's a free-to-play yeah. game. Yeah. I agree that it does look – way different than what I was expecting. Which is fine, because it doesn't look like Killer Instinct, therefore I'm marginally interested. Mm-hmm. Actually getting hands-on time with it and being explained how the new systems yeah. work and everything, it's going to be a very popular fighting game. Yeah. And the fighting game community is like eating up anything that's put on I mean, it's right Double now. Helix. Double Helix has done fighting games before, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't they do... I thought they ported Third Strike. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Capcom worked on Third Strike. You though. vamp. I'm going to look. Uh, I don't remember who worked on uh, Third Strike off the top of my head. I know it's a Capcom thing, but so um, I don't know how much they were involved. Uh, Thief I played. That mm-hmm. was really good. The dialogue is still atrocious. Um, it's I wish I wish they'd let me write that game because it has no reverence 
the dialogue, the gameplay is has, is extremely reverent towards the original games, but the the dialogue is absolutely not. The writing is like is is horrible. It's it's very it's totally anachronistic. I, it's it's crass. It's not funny. So I borrowed uh, Thief on Xbox from Deadly uh, Shadow. Yeah, yes. from Fran, and I had never played Thief before. <laughs> yeah. And I played to feel like the tutorial. I'm like, so much of this game has been adopted into so many other games I could play. I can't believe I didn't play this. So you know? uh, and what if you're gonna keep playing it, Destin? Let yeah. me give you one quick piece of advice. As soon as you start the game, press the back button to yeah. go into first person. Yeah, that's oh, how I play it. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, Thief Two is the best stealth game of all time. Mm-hmm. I will I will argue that until I'm blue in the face. But yeah, and, but Thief, said he who didn't play Metal Gear Solid Three. Thief Three is excellent. Mm-hmm. It is still a, a great game, but it is it is the lesser of the thieves mm-hmm. so far, and you yeah. still are liking it. Oh yeah, uh, I saw lot. like Far Cry in there, Splinter Cell yeah. in there. You know, so many elements that are just like yeah. common today in like stealth games and action games and. It was it was kind of mind blowing. So I'm excited about the new thief is where I'm going yes. with that. Yeah, and uh, gameplay I'm... was phenomenal. Yeah, really really good. Ooh. Uh, Dying pre- Light from Techland, the guys mm-hmm. that are responsible for Dead Island, uh, Call of War as Gunslinger, Call of War as Gunslinger, which is which is a good game as well. Dying Light is so it's a free running game. It is Mirror's Edge meets Left for Dead. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, you have to get to the the supply drops. In the middle of, you know, you're a survivor in the zombie wasteland, uh, and you have to free run there. You have to get to the point within the open world as quickly as you can before uh, un- before other groups of survivors get there. And then when things, when it turns to night, the zombies get way worse, and it's uh, – and when you do need to fight zombies, you've got melee weapons. So that's where the Left for Dead thing comes in. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought this was very fresh, very cool. I was very pleased to see somebody has finally been influenced directly by <laughs> Mirror's Edge. Yeah, um, so that was fun. Destiny looked great. I'm still indifferent toward it. Yeah, the, I thought the I, demo was like it is fine. They're on stage, both behind closed doors and on on the Sony. Sony, uh, they were exactly the same with slight variations. You yeah. re- did a write up where you I said did. like they turned around. I talked about that variation. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's one thing that uh, you know kind of made it a little more exciting for you. I just feel like they could have showed us more. Like, they could have hopped, like, another planet. Yeah, they're saving you know? all that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, no, they the game's a year away. See, totally. They have so much time to, to wow us. But as it stands now, like, nothing about that mm-hmm. demo made me think that the mechanics and story and art were anything at all remotely interesting. Yeah. No, it's I, I could tell from looking at it, as weird as this sounds, without playing it, I could tell from looking at it, that it feels like Halo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So um, the animations were like that's the animation that the Spartan and, and used by the to way, pull out the laser. That's a good thing that yeah. it feels oh, yeah. like Halo. It will feel good. That mm-hmm. game will feel good. Yeah. It's um, going to feel like Halo and Borderlands. Yeah. That's what it's going to feel like. Uh, the Mitch, the Xbox 1, talk about you and I were very impressed. We sat down together for a Forza 5 yes. demo. We were very impressed not only by Forza itself, but by the Xbox One controller. Yeah, so if you don't know about the, the new vibration and the triggers in the Xbox One controller, there's actually uh, rumble motors in the left and right triggers of the, of the new Specifically controller. Specifically the triggers, as yeah. well as the regular rumble yeah. motors you're used to now. So you have extra, and that goes a long way. Especially in Forza, where if you're braking too hard on a corner or something, you'll feel it in the, in the brake You'll path. feel the car grab. You'll yeah, feel right. the brakes grab in the left trigger. Right, because mm. you have the, the motor coming up and punching you in the finger, and it's like, hey, ease off, ease yes. off. But it feels... Not just like a vibration in a controller. It feels like cars feel when you're very subtle. Hard. Yeah. 
It uh, it's it's like I I use the phrase like it's a backseat driver. It's telling you, hey, you need to behave this way, yeah, because I'm communicating this to you via vibrations, yeah, and that is incredible. It really is, and that just proves to me like this is not a gimmick. This is something no. that developers could really take advantage of in meaningful ways. Yeah, potential applications are are fascinating. Yeah, uh, we were very, I was very impressed. I know I'm, I'm the resident South Park super fan, and I think I don't think anybody else got over to see this, but the behind closed doors. Uh, gameplay demo of South Park, the Stick of Truth. Uh, this made me very happy last year behind mm-hmm. closed doors at E3, and there was another behind closed doors presentation this year where they played a section of the game, and it has come a long, long way. Like as fun as good as it looked last year, mm-hmm. there's so many more RPG gameplay systems that have been melded into it now. It just it is really shaping up. Uh, there's a I've got a write up on IGN. I would mm. encourage anybody to go look at South Park's going to be phenomenal. Like um, it is. I guess that one like it's hard for me to get more hype for because I'm just like just give me the game. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You I know? feel that way about Watch Dogs. Yeah, I just yeah. don't care anymore. Like I, t- I told the producer Dominic, I was like, hey, glad to to see you. I don't want to see your game. I have no interest at all. <laughs> like yeah. I just want to play it. I don't care about your demo. Yeah. Um, and then uh, two more RPGs I really like. Yeah, did you guys The see... Witcher Three and The Division? Yes, The Witcher mm. Three is. I missed the behind closed doors demo. I'm so mad. Mm. I guess they gave away the first two games and like shirts. Yep. They had cyber. They had a cyberpunk weapon there and stuff. Is that true? Like, I didn't see yeah. that at all. I didn't yeah. care. I was like, and I guess the, de- the demo was like amazing was awesome. from what I heard. I loved it. And. And I edited Killer Instinct instead Great. of going to my appointment. You're doing God's work now, over yeah. there. One of you t- so last year, Ubisoft stole mm-hmm. the show at E3 with the surprise re- uh, revelation of Watch Dogs yes. and how great yeah. that was. Now, they managed to do it again yeah. for a In second. In the exact time. same way. Tell us – one of you tell me about Tom Clancy's The Division. Well, I can tell you about it, but I don't think they, they got the same reaction with The Division as they did Watch Dogs. Not from me anyway. I felt like their intro went on too long. But anyway, The Division – shorter than Watch Dogs. The Division, it had this uh, intro trailer talking about how um, people got infected and the – Earth is in like disarray, and by day three, all food supplies have been dried it's, up and it, everything. It's not a zombie thing; it is a, it is like a flu illness, it's a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, did I say zombie? Illness. No, I just wanted nope. to clear. I was, for the I was trying to avoid that word. In the word yeah. infection related to video games has yeah. like a, a misleading term yeah. sometimes. So you and a group of friends go on missions like uh, to get supplies or like investigate what's going on in a certain area. And uh, you get really futuristic tech, like another guy on an iPad can also help you. And I saw that behind closed doors. Uh, the game looks really Yeah, good. it's a great mix of survivalism, like Last of Us or it, now, State of Decay. Yeah. But you're also, like, you are a government sleeper agent. You've been woken up. You're, like, you've been triggered. You wake up. And now, mm-hmm. because the world is in such chaos, now, it's in total anarchy, you're meant to re- or reinstate the government. To, okay. clar- to clarify, it is... The the action is third person shooting. It looks yes. like Watch Dogs. It's but it's a role. They cla- it is a mm-hmm. role playing game. Yep. Sort of yeah. again, Mitch. You just mentioned State of Decay in the same yep. way that State of Decay is. Mm-hmm. There is resource management, not in the real time strategy sense or anything like that. But you know, you have to. You need supplies. You need health, water, food. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. and it's also an always connected game where there are other live players out there that uh, you'll either play with or you might come into contact against. The iPad thing, the the mobile app, the companion app, or however they phrase it these days, that thing was really impressive because it's not just like a dumb gimmicky thing. It is straight up the entirety of New York City in yeah. the game space on an iPad, and you're, you can just navigate it. By the yeah. way, the, the game, they're 
New York, I mean, it looked incredible. The yeah. level of detail yeah. that they have. That in this... steam coming out of that sewer? Holy well, just, I mean, it's <laughs> Their really rock stunning. tessellation? <laughs> <laughs> wow, did you guys see that? You, uh, you, how about their rock engine? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So those were some of our, some of our big highlights. Quickly, uh, guys, were there, was there anything that really disappointed you at E3, Destin? Uh, well... I, you have Project Spark written here, and I gotta kind of agree. I'm like, is this your answer to Little Big Planet? I'm the like, only person in the world who cares about that. What game. is this? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I wrote that down. That was one of mm-hmm. mine, but uh, I'll take the other one. You explain mm-hmm. why, what your thoughts about Project Spark? Which, by the way, is that was one of the Xbox One exclusives, although mm-hmm. it's also on PC and uh, Windows tablets. But uh, it and it is a launch title, mm-hmm. uh, free. Yeah, and it's free to play. But yeah, tell tell us about it and why well, it didn't it didn't work for you. Well, actually, seeing that's yours, I know what my low light is, and okay. it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, you guys were really up on Rise, so I went to play it. Oh, absolutely, I absolutely was not up on Rise. You, oh, okay. You and so, I might be on the same page here. Go on. Okay, so I went to play it, and I'm like, this is dull, and it's kind of clunky, and I was so excited to play because I really like like Roman history and stuff the like that. The demo is super cool, too. Like It's so yeah. pretty. And... The on-stage demo looked great, and I'm like, it looks like a lot of QTEs. And they're like, oh, it's not that. Then you go play it, and that's pretty much that's what, what it is. is. And they're like, well, you yeah. don't have to do them, but if you do them, you get more experience, which unlocks more execution, and if which you gives don't, you yeah. more experience. And if you don't, the guys die anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just hit them again, and they'd fall over dead. It's like, well, yeah. come on, guys. And I, I thought it was going to be something kind of special, like something, uh, you know, kind of a diamond in the rough, so to speak. You know, it, reminded it was me, not. It reminded me, for better and for worse, of yeah. Call of Duty Rome. Yep. I mean, uh-huh. you know, with like – you're 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 storming the beach mm-hmm. with a bunch of guys, yeah, and trying to take back the fort or whatever yep. the hell, take mm-hmm. down the tower or whatever yeah. you had to do. Rise so, was Mitch. Meh. Go ahead. Do you want you want to talk more about Rise or did you have another one that, that let really. you down? I mean, Dead Rising wasn't for me. Uh, yeah. The stage demo, I was like, what is going on? Again, it's like Call of Duty is like this thing we keep coming back to to make like a terrible analogy, right? It's mm-hmm. like. This dude, this is like it's really dark and gritty and dumb. And this dude has a machine gun and he's mowing down thousands of zombies. And it's all set pieces. And this is not Dead, Dead Rising. Rising Three, a game that I I'm, that's a series I really don't have a lot of love for. I think it's fine, but mm-hmm. to see it change so drastically, I was like, what is going on? I didn't There's like airstrikes. Yeah, I didn't like that, and I didn't like that the zombies were so smart that they'll pull you out of the car when you run into them. Eh. Like I like that they slow you down, but they seem almost hyper intelligent. Where they'll jump on your yeah. car and try and get in it. And then Ryan and yeah. I saw a behind closed doors demo, and then they started goofing off and showing us a bunch of ridiculous stuff. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is more like it. Yeah, I still hate the way this game looks. I think it's yeah, like it's pretty in that there's like a lot of detail and like tons of it, stuff on screen, it, but it is the ugliest art it, I've it, ever well, seen. Well, it definitely has lost all of the bright color from yep. the first two games. I'll give you that. Like you know, the first one was in a mall. Mm-hmm. It was very the art style was very colorful and kind of goofy yeah. and and bright and, and fun. all the zombies were dumb so you could take chances you'd be like you're an idiot and you felt kind of cool because like you're avoiding these guys the controls were a little clunky it's just like give me frank west put me in another <laughs> mall yep. and keep the zombies stupid I, i'm and let still me have high fun. i'm still high on dead rising 3 yeah, I'm, you, I'm pretty you optimistic on it yeah um, i don't like the new character i give me chuck green back you know that would have been fine. Chuck Green was cool. Yeah, well, he's, a, guy he's Nick. He's an auto mechanic. Give him a chance. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, I didn't most, like Chuck at first either. Though so. the most yeah. disappointing game for me at E3 uh, was Wolfenstein. Called the it. Order. Okay. 
called it and said that game looks super boring. This this is a this is a game. It's out this holiday, so it's a launch title for one, Xbox One. It's also coming out for 360, and it's uh, going to be on every everything on PC, yep. PS4, mm-hmm. PS3, and it just it they tried to show off a a cinematic sequence where you're 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 sitting down and forced to prove your Aryanness with some Nazi woman, right? Who's like being fondled at the same time by a weird, creepy young German. Really? Man. Yeah, this was the behind closed doors demo. Doesn't and that make so, you hate Nazis so much more? So hold up, the woman is a Nazi and she's being fondled yeah, by na- another Nazi. Yeah, Nazis have won the war, so you're just. And you've been awakened, like you're in a coma. You're yeah. B.J. Blaskowitz again. Yeah. Nazis have won. It's like 1960 mm-hmm. in this. And so you wake up and you're like, this sucks. The Nazis won. So it's, your, your goal in the game is to just now overthrow the, the, new, the new order, the new Nazi order. Why is the woman being fondled? What does that? They're just sitting at a table goofing around because they're Nazis that are on top of the world. And you're like trying to infiltrate and figure out what's up and – it was a very bizarre sequence. That wasn't part of their regime, though. It wasn't like they hated women, you know, like if she was of another no, ethnicity. No, she was, she, was she was an officer, like a high officer in the... Don't and, molest your high officers. Okay, yeah. I'm very confused. Anyway, uh, right. that sounds dumb already. So yeah. then I got yeah. to play it, uh, play a different level, and it was so generic. I've played it a million times before. Um, the the level design was horrible. I got lost a couple times wandering <laughs> through this rubble, and somebody else that played it, too... On IGN, I forget who. I think it might have been Damon. Said the same exact thing. Like, yeah, I got lost too. And it was just, it was there was nothing really special or new mm-hmm. or or redeeming about it. It was just like it. It wasn't a bad game. It was just a why does this exist? Like, okay. what what is this doing that's going to lure me in? So that was uh, it was ex- especially coming from Machine Games, who it's a new developer, but it's made up of all the original supposedly core. Starbreeze guys, mm-hmm. the, the very folks responsible for Riddick and the Darkness. So mm-hmm. I was extremely disappointed Maybe by that. Maybe the A team at Starbreeze went on to make Payday too. Maybe because <laughs> that game is dope. Yeah. So uh, Wolfenstein was was my uh, was my big letdown for the. Well, week. I'm glad they're working on that and not you know finishing up whatever's going on with Prey Two, <laughs> or you know working on a new Fallout game. Yeah. Why don't we know? Why don't we go ahead and give Prey 2 to machine games. Like, I'm let's sure cancel pre- Wolfenstein sure right that now. That, uh, rumor about it being an arcane is 100% true. Oh, I would think so. They are perfect for that game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was those were our lowlights for me, 3. Mm-hmm. Now, Mitch, uh, yes, sir. let's let's cut to let's cut to the cash. Let's let's open up our wallets. Is there anything we should be spending money on this week or otherwise downloading and investing some time in. So retail, there's nothing for the Xbox 360. So instead, just buy The Last of Us and then join the spoiler group when you finish the game. <laughs> on... I've just started. Yes, yep. I'm enjoying it. So when you're done, go to facebook.com slash groups slash podcast unlocked. We have a spoiler thread going uh, with lots of people crying their hearts out. I, I didn't see. I've heard people say that, and I'm like, I don't want to know anything about Last of Us yet. And uh, I'm Go a little bummed that like, I, I know it's going to be ruined for me because I'm not going to get to play it till next why, week. Why? Because I'm going to Dallas on Thursday. Oh, God. So, so yeah. stay, off, stay off the internet. Go home tonight. You... Buy a copy. Marathon. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to C- borrow it from work. Call in sick tomorrow. So, <laughs> yeah. Talk to Altano. Altano's got a copy. <laughs> he gave it to J- Steve, Sam already. So, <laughs> so many yeah. people. Yeah. Steve. Sean. I just went ahead and I, I bought I it I think I'm just going to have to buy it. Yeah, like, I have yeah, total faith it. in Naughty I Dog. So, I finished yeah. that game already, and I went up and bought it yesterday. Multiplayer, yeah. awesome. 
Multiplayer in that game is so much better than I loved Uncharted 2's multiplayer, so, yeah. Anyway. So if it's better than that. Back to Xbox, Mitch. Oh, yeah, that thing. That console. On XBLA this week, D&D, Chronicles of Mistara. Ryan's been looking forward to this. Two D&D Two D&D side-scrollers in one. 20 bucks. Quick backstory here. This is this includes uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the Tower of Doom, and Shadow Over Mistara, the sequel. These were coin-op arcade games from around late '80s, early '90s. Uh, they are they're basically it's Golden Axe, but with D and D on rules on top of it yep. and D and D classes. But the, and the combat's really good. The combat's really good, and what's even cooler, and you got to remember, this was back in early '90s, late '80s. It had branching paths. You could go oh. different ways, and the game, you know, the game would play differently each time you played, depending on the the choices you made. And it never ever came out on a U.S. home console. The How about only that? the only console port it ever got was for Saturn in Japan. <laughs> so this is the first time it's ever come out uh, in the U.S. on consoles. And uh, I'm just really stoked for this because this was always one of my favorite coin-op games in the arcade as a kid. I'm really, really happy about this, and I'm happy to plunk down the 15 bucks. Or sorry, wait, 20. No, I think it's 15, and I wrote down you may 20. Have mis- misspoke. Hey, let me get, now. I have to look now. But Ryan, you know, gonna research while I talk about it's worth else. it regardless. Yeah. Storm, Fireburst, and Thunderwolves. Those are three different games <laughs> available for ten dollars each. You might want to get the trials for those because none of them look interesting whatsoever. But th- yeah. all three of those are on XBLA this week. Uh, instead, once again, State of Decay is excellent. $20. I still oh, haven't got goodness. to play that either. I am like I know, falling I behind. No, the nice luckily, part, I can hold off on that one. I think the nice part yeah. about State of Decay is though is that uh, the first patch is already out and the second yeah. one is coming soon. Yep, they so got the sandbox mode. Yeah, coming it'll. Soon. They've added a couple new features oh, okay. to the game and just cleaned up some of the some of the initial problems that mm-hmm. that I happily endured and gave it a, eight, happily gave it an eight point nine. By the time I get to this game, it's going to be perfect. Uh, <laughs> demos available this week include NCAA Football 13, Painkiller, Hell and Damnation, and you can register for the World of Tanks Xbox 360 beta signups at the worst URL I've ever seen: wt360e.com. WT360E.com. Catchy. Rolls right off the tongue, Dustin. Okay. By the way, uh, and yes, D- D&D Chronicles of Mistara is $15. Okay. I, I wrote Great. that incorrectly. Retail, you never said uh, get your Xbox One pre-order in. Uh, yeah, you could buy the dumb new Xbox 360 model <laughs> that Brian and I unboxed <laughs> oh, today. Yeah, is it, it's dumb? What's wrong with it? There's no watch the video. Yeah. Okay. But, um, right. It's yeah. nice and quiet. It looks nice. It's, Everything else about it is dumb. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just g- give the positive. It is hauntingly quiet it's like oh, ryan yeah. turned it on and i was so, like there was absolutely no way this the, is functioning the slim the slim now <laughs> yeah is very very quiet yeah you can hear it's it it's very least. very quiet yeah. this thing is is drop a pin silent it's yeah oh, wow. like i literally it's, could not hear anything okay uh it's smaller than the slim right a little bit a little bit like okay. fractions like okay. millimeters but yeah. i really like the look of the new one that's what well I'm asking. watch yeah. watch our unboxing video yeah. that's on ign right now and there are some very important uh, frightening things you need to know. Yeah. If, okay. If you're going to upgrade, if you have anything resembling tech preferences on the Xbox 360, sorry. Yeah, there are some mm. strange choices that were made with the inputs, the various AV inputs. Being on a this, video on guy, that oh, yeah, could be you're a major problem. So, unless you're like, I love HDMI for every single thing mm, I do forever. I don't. Then you don't want this console at <laughs> that all. That sucks. Okay. So check that out on IGN.com. Uh, Excellent. Uh, I think that, oh, did you, did you you got the demos already? Yep. Cool. Nailed it. All right, uh, let's come back and play a little trivia with my boys here. Be Love right it. Unlock the lock. And you take on the challenge. Yeah! 
All right. So, uh, again, unlocked at IGN.com is functional again. So, Hooray. please, we need a, I need a new batch of good Xbox trivia questions. Um, you know, you can now we've got Xbox One in the mix. You can yep. potentially jump in on that. Throw in some so, like hardcore remedy questions. Yeah, please yeah. get your Xbox related trivia questions in. I need uh, the question for multiple choice answers. Note the correct one. Uh, send your along with your name and mailing address to unlocked at ign.com and t-shirt size this time. Yeah, so wait, uh, t-shirt. How, yeah, how should we <laughs> tell me more? How should we give those away, Mitch? So I have I brought back. Uh, a black, uh, excuse me, a Call of Duty Ghosts shirt, mm-hmm. size large, a Destiny shirt, size large, and a Titanfall shirt, size large, and we should we need to give them away. Themed questions: Send your Bungie Infinity Ward and uh, what was the other one? There you uh, go. Respawn. Well, Infinity Ward. You mean oh, Infinity yeah, Ward yeah, and yeah, Respawn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Send Fair relevant enough. trivia to win the appropriate shirt. And it don't ask me for another size because literally all I have is large. Yeah, so. we have and it was Destiny, Call of Duty, and what was the Reese, other shirt? Uh, Titanfall. Titanfall. Okay, Titanfall. Titanfall, right. yes. So this week's question, Kyle our winner is uh, is Kyle. Uh, this the is so total, Spiker. totally, yeah. Spiker would be the total bastardized American <laughs> version. Spiker would Spiker. be the German, the proper German pronunciation. Spire. Uh, yeah, Spicer. but uh, I'm going to say it just Spiker is probably how TV he... Kyle on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mitch. Nailed it. Nailed it. That's way easier to That's pronounce. That's why you're here. Yeah, he's from Tampa, Florida, and he is our winner Sorry, this week. Dude. So he's going to get himself a, of course, copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen as well as a Halo Avatar figurine. For submitting this question to you gentlemen, what was the lowest point total for a single achievement in the N- Xbox 360 launch title NBA 2K6. So what what achieve what was the lowest value achievement mm-hmm. in NBA 2K6? Was it a 50 gamer score, 100, 150 or 200? Mitch, you want to go first? I or? have a theory. I think it's 200 because I think this along with every other sports game at launch was the, one of the games that had like five achievements of equal value. So okay. I'm saying 200. Okay. I'm going to say 100 because I know Call of Duty 2 also had the same thing where it was 100 for every achievement until you got to 1,000. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Good guesses for you both. Page. Uh, you are both incorrect. Oh. It's 150. Yeah. But, Mitch, you are on the right track. Yeah. There's, there are like, uh, he Seven. said there are six achievements okay. in that okay. game. Okay. Math. Uh, of 150 on up for the point <laughs> values on that. So, uh, Kyle, excellent job. Good achievement question. Yeah. I love and, it. And uh, again, you can you can participate as well. Win a shirt. Send your trivia question to unlocked at ign dot com for multiple choice answers. Note the correct one. Include your shipping address. Yep. And we'll play again next week on show one hundred. Oh, which Make it count? It's but see, it's it's only show like. Uh, 43 for me. <laughs> it's, it's not very momentous. <laughs> Even for me, it's like, I think I've done 50 of these, maybe. <laughs> See, we don't have anything major planned. Well, 200. Yeah. 200, we'll, yeah. we'll play it up. Yep. That I think will be. Beyond has 300 in July, so we have uh, 100 more of these to go before. Yeah. I, that's <laughs> two years. Two years to go. Uh, See you our... then. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's plug some stuff. Guys, you were both, we're all working hard on a lot of yes. E3 stuff that m- people may have missed because things were just moving so fast mm-hmm. at E3. Destin, I know you were, you are the, I would, I would, no exaggeration, I would venture to say that you are the foremost source for Killer Instinct content on Destin the just entire kind of internet. Destin decides, like, 
What's the thing I care about most? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to get every piece of content the internet will ever know. For this game. <laughs> What's up, so, Justice? So tell me about what you've been working on, Destin, and, why, and, and where we can go to see it. Okay, so like if you Google IGN Killer Instinct, you're going to find all our Killer Instinct content. But what's really cool about ours is we got Ken Lobb, who's been oh, nice. working on Killer Instinct since Killer yeah, Instinct the, 1. The last OG yeah. Rare – well, maybe not the yeah. last, but uh, one of one the of last them. OG mm-hmm. Rare employees. Yeah. He's way up there at Microsoft now, but he's helping with Killer Instinct. And he took me through the game, taught me how to play it, yeah. and uh, taught me the ins and outs. And what's changed from KI1, what's been carried over from 1 and 2 – that was really cool, and also with uh, David name I can't last pronu- <laughs> last name I can't pronounce, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we all got all that footage 720p, 60 frames per second. Yeah. We were, it's only on IGN, not on YouTube though. Interesting. Yeah, all YouTube right. doesn't support 60 frames per second yet. Well, f those guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so just yeah, so we'll just Google IGN Killer Instinct, oh, or yeah. or just search. Or on IGN, just search Killer Instinct. Yeah. That'll pull it up as well. Can yeah. I rant about Killer Instinct for a minute? No, go ahead. The game, sure. Nothing against the game. So I wrote my article about that game, and uh-huh. it was like, Killer Instinct is free to play, because the way they explained it is, hey, the game is free. You get Yago, Jago, get the stupid name ninja. You get the dumb ninja idiot. <laughs> nobody else. Um, and then you can buy characters individually in mm-hmm. packs, or you can buy the whole thing. Yeah. And then you just have Killer Instinct. That's free to play, but the developers like went on GameSpot stage and were like, "Oh, there's some misreporting going on," mm-hmm. and they're trying to say like, "It's not free to play; it's just free." And then you buy characters until you have the mm-hmm. game. That's free to play. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the exact same system yeah. as like League of Legends, where it's like you get these characters for free, and then you buy new ones. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, you want to, they did. You you cannot buy Killer Instinct on a disc in a store. No, it's digital only. So, so you can download it full. <laughs> you can download however much it costs twenty, thirty, forty bucks. I don't know. You buy the whole game. You get all the characters or not. I'll say this though. I love their system for releasing the characters, and they said it really well in an interview. They said. Uh, you know, most fighting games, you don't have time to learn multiple characters. Like, I'm playing Injustice right now. I kind of know, like, five characters. Right. You know, sure. I'm never going to learn the whole 40-character roster. So that free-to-play with Jago, and, like, let's say I want to learn Glacius and Saberwolf. Fine. I spent two bucks on the game. Right. I'm really good with these three characters. Screw all the other ones. Yeah. There you go. But, you know, that does take away from, like, at local multiplayer. Yeah. All right. Good stuff on the Killer Instinct front. Mitch. Yes. What have you? What should we be going to see that we may have missed in, during the hurricane that was yeah. E3 last week? Check the Xbox One channel, ign.com slash Xbox dash one. I have a bunch of interviews and stuff up with Sam Lake from Remedy about Quantum Break, Patrick Bach from Dice. Psychological Action Thriller. God, I love I that love man Sam. so much. He's the best. Um, interviews with Patrick Bach from Dice about Mirror's Edge, Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefield 4. All sorts of stuff. Lots of interviews. Go to the Xbox One channel. That's basically where everything I wrote lives. Cool. I uh, time full interview with Vince. I have. Oh yeah. I've, I haven't even seen that yet. You should check, it out. check that out. Uh, I've got an interview with Phil Spencer that will be going up soonish. We talked about a number of topics. How many watches did you guys talk about? How many watches? Because he wears two watches. He I does. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about his T-shirt. Yeah, hey, I was gonna say <laughs> another but, game uh, we didn't talk about below. Looks really that's awesome. true. Well, that was in the indie game portion, yeah. so we we covered over it a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote about Destiny. Check that out as well as uh, the South Park RPG that mm-hmm. I continue to champion around here. I'd sort of detailed that uh, whole impressive presentation. So those are things you can check out on IGN. Also, Mitch and I just today. Uh, by the time uh, by the time you get this podcast, uh, odds are this will be up because it's going up first thing tomorrow morning. Yep, and that is. 
Xbox Mythbusters Xbox One edition where I've been I've been getting tweeted at constantly, seeing a lot of urban legends, a lot of misinformation, a We're lot of crushing your conspiracy, a lot theories. of whole, weird crap about Xbox One going around. So Mitch and I sat down, and we broke broke down the biggest ones, uh, and and just debunked all those myths for you. So check yep. it, look for look for the uh, Mythbusters Xbox One video on IGN right now. People are really hating on it, myself included. You know, I was pretty harsh on it, you know, in past po- podcasts, yeah. but pre-orders are going fine. The, this, I see. It's I not mean, as good as PlayStation 4, but Xbox isn't going anywhere. Well, and the thing True. is, uh, to me, you know, yes, I've been an Xbox guy for a long time, but mm-hmm. uh, as of today, the software lineup for the Xbox One appeals to me more than the software lineup for PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. I have a PlayStation 4 on pre-order. I yep. intend to pick, purchase one and play. I mean, the Order uh, oh, yeah. six looked fantastic. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Drive Club looks like Project Gotham Racing. I really like Drive Club. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I, but, but to me, mm-hmm. to me, the for, for me anyway, the three, the Xbox One launch line, uh, software lineup is, is superior. So yeah. we'll see how that all shakes out in the end, but uh, but yeah, so IGN.com is the place to be each and every day. We're we're going to be sweeping up the E3 mess for a long, long time. There are going to be a lot of post E3 content hitting the site. So yep. don't start, don't stop visiting. If you just started coming by again uh, during E3, keep coming, please. Um, you can watch all of our ridiculous videos that we've been doing during E3 and since on our Xbox app. Watch it mm-hmm. on your big TV. Follow us on Twitter at Mitchie D, at Destin Legary, and at DMC underscore Ryan. Destin like destiny. Exactly. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. As always, we are at iTunes, which is most where most of you get the show. Just search Podcast Unlocked in the iTunes search field if you can't find us. We're also on the Zoom Marketplace. Or we, get, X- we got some emails about that. No, we're not. We're Zoom not Market- anymore? The Zoom Marketplace does not exist. It's Xbox, <laughs> it's Music, Xbox Music Store? Yep. Okay. So we're on Xbox. You can get us on your good. 360 or your Windows 8 PC. Excellent. Well, that is Zoom. good news. <laughs> or, of course, uh, you can also find the shows when Mitch posts them on IGN.com. Mm-hmm. For Destin Legary and Mitch Dyer, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This has been Podcast Unlocked, Episode 99. We will see you when we hit the century mark next week. Yay. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.